Sorry, I literally I, had to burp as soon as we I got was on. Watching and you were like the look on your face was like, oh no, here it comes. Like it <laughs> <laughs> Hello you guys. It's so Welcome great back. to be here. Welcome back. Welcome back. I apologize that you're gonna have to listen to the lingering cold voice, and I probably will cough at some point. But it's okay. It's not that bad. I'm better thank you for everyone's patience as i survive <laughs> what did you just spill on yourself i just spilled hot chocolate on myself you're a mess where's my little thing to wipe me up <laughs> to wipe you up your bib do you have a bib <laughs> i need like a tissue or something i need something <laughs> the, way you, the way you said that made it seem like there was a dedicated piece of fabric <laughs> that was there to wipe you up when you make messes <laughs> So she hands you your sheets blanket. (laughs) I am still in my sheets blanket. I have to wash it now. Well, anyway, (laughs) as I was saying, thank you for everyone's patience as I navigated my long cold. Yeah, you know, we all suffered through my long colds. (laughs) Yes, in October. And as we discussed, finally, it came for Kelsey. We knew it was coming for me, and it came, and it, it took me down. Mm-hmm. It took it me really down. It really did. And we were Kelsey. felled by the same thing, which is sick nibblings. Yes. Blame the nephews. <sighs> the nephews. Anyone with the name Jackson can't be trusted. <laughs> true. They're both named Jackson, <laughs> and they both took us down hard. Ugh. The... <laughs> see there it is see there it is um yeah we we went to my brothers for new year's against the recommendation of everyone i suppose um but my brother texted like the day before and was like hey Jax is sick like we tested him for covid he doesn't have covid like he goes to daycare so he just like you know, get sick all the time because it's right. just a petri dish over there. Right. And so he was like, "You guys don't have to come if you don't want to." And we were like, "Whatever." Like, we'll just like keep our distance. We won't like yeah. hug and kiss him a lot. We'll wash our hands a lot. Like, it's fine. It's a cold. What is that? <laughs> Sorry, Cassie is watching videos on full volume <laughs> while sitting next to me, trying to <laughs> understanding that we're podcasting. <laughs> Cassie, Cassie's <laughs> she podcasting. Goes, it wasn't on full volume. Oh my god, that was clearly a woman going. <laughs> she can't be trusted. She can't be. She loves her. I feel like Cassie's favorite thing to do is make noise while we podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she missed it. <laughs> I know she did miss it. I watched her pull it out right as I said it. <laughs> Cassie really likes when we podcast, and she likes when she can listen in. Yeah. Uh, when when we're not in the same room, yeah. Uh, 
anyway. But it poses its own challenges when she's immediately <laughs> next to me. <laughs> it does. Um, um, anyway, we went yeah, anyway. Things. And despite our best efforts, he took us down. Mm-hmm. And of course, he rebounded yeah. in like two days. Like he was fine. Right. He's probably had a million mini colds. Well, exactly. So it was like months. he wa- clearly wasn't feeling good when we were there. But then he was like fine by the mm-hmm. time we left and like came home. And then... Meanwhile, your immune system was like, I haven't done this in two years. Wait, what? (sighs) Yeah, my immune system was like not prepared for the onslaught. Steven also got sick, but not as bad as I did, which was good because someone needed to be able to like function. Right. You Um, needed to be taken care of. But after a week of feeling just absolutely terrible, I finally had a meltdown and Steven was like, I'm taking you to urgent care. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Got tested for COVID, didn't have COVID, so that's great. Woo-hoo. And the doctor at the urgent care was just like, yeah, like we're seeing, like we are seeing a lot of COVID cases, but we're also seeing just a lot of colds. And she yep. was like, and no one can, t- it's like hard to say whether or not like the colds are actually worse or people just aren't yeah. used to being sick. And I was like, I guarantee yeah. you that's what's going on with me is yeah, I just absolutely haven't been sick in two years. So it really took me down. But I'm at the point now where I only cough when I laugh. Mm-hmm. So get ready. It's so get ready to ride listen tonight. to me cough a lot <laughs> during this episode, and then just the lingering congestion. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. still. A, yep. I am a snot machine over here. Yeah. So, but whatever. Let's get snotty. I feel. I feel 100 percent better compared to how I felt this time last week. So yeah. Yeah. You know, we've been on a real drug cocktail over here. Lots of cough medicine. Sudafed. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, thank you everyone for being patient with us as we went through this. Trust me, you would not have wanted to listen to me do anything two weeks ago. <laughs> it was bad. Um, but we're back. We're back. Thank you for participating in that Q&A last week on the Yeah, Instagram. you guys were I really fun. enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, you know what? When the Kelsey's away, the Kelly will play. <laughs> it's like I wasn't away. I was also watching you do the yeah. Q&A on Instagram. <laughs> you easily could have like totally Q&A bombed too and just like started answering questions for me. I could have, but I still wasn't feeling great and I was really enjoying watching you just shine like the internet star that you are. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I also want to shout out just all the listeners. You know, we haven't put out a new episode in January. Yeah. But uh, according to our analytics, we are still on pace. Hey there. have a great month. So thank you for listening and sharing with your friends. Yes. Even while we've been uh, on our little hiatus. Yes. Um, I hope you all had a wonderful holiday season. Welcome to 2022. Hello, 2022. Uh, We're here. You know, uh, we're recording this on January 17th. Had our first big snow in Pennsylvania. Yes, it's very snowy here. Oh, had about, you know, about a foot maybe. We got hit by winter storm Izzy. Izzy, yeah. She took us. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of snow. That's for sure. (laughs) It is a lot of snow. First snow in our new home. Me yes it's not me and yours no it's not it snowed after thanksgiving oh yeah you're right cassie also just pointed that out <laughs> well you know what <laughs> it's our first major, major snow. snow like a lot of snow it's the first like major snow in a while i feel like definitely the most 
snow, I think, that we've seen since we've lived here. Yeah. I feel like we've had weak winters for the last few yeah. years. Yeah. This is a this is a lot. A mighty storm. We uh <laughs> we went out to shovel our driveway and after like maybe ten minutes of Steven working on his end of the driveway and I was doing the steps and then like we both like just kinda stopped and we were like catching our breath and Steven just looks at me and he just goes, We gotta live somewhere warmer <laughs> next time. <laughs> I was just like <laughs> I got it. <laughs> he's really pulling for Texas, I feel like. No, he's really on a he's on a Kentucky bent right now. Oh yeah. my yep. Kentucky. The he, land of Mitch McConnell. Yeah. The like worst state to live in right now, I feel like. Is it? I feel like it ranks pretty low on most listings. I mean, hey, it's not Florida. What's a major city in Kentucky? <laughs> um Lexington. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie i mean i know i've heard of it because it it's the capital which one's capital is frankfurt <laughs> germany <laughs> no i feel like there's a frankfurt kentucky i swear to god <laughs> guys i'm gonna look it up i swear which to god capital is frankfurt there's frankfurt no one's capital is frankfurt <laughs> yes city in kentucky it, okay, it's a city. Is it the capital, though? No. No, yes! Cap- Frankfurt oh, is the boy. capital city of Commonwealth of the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Fuck oh. yeah. What? Frankfurt. Yes. I remember well, from learning what? the U.S. capitals. The capitals didn't stick with me. <laughs> I can remember the capital of Pennsylvania, and that's about it. I knew it. Ugh. That felt good. In California. I can remember the capital of California because of even Stevens. <laughs> Sacramento. Their mom worked. In, mm-hmm. They had to live in the capital because their mom was a politician. Yeah. Um. Well. Well. Do you have any criminal minds business for the top of the episode? I don't. I. I don't. I think I'm. <laughs> do you have w- any other business? Mm, no, I don't have any other business. <laughs> um. As we know, I'm not looking forward to where we're headed. Right. We all know we're reluctantly approaching today's episode. It's like I realize we have to, but I'm not excited. Right. We're this headed. This is a journey we all must go on. We're headed into we'll a. Go on it together. Into a, into a dark time. Yeah. In the Criminal Minds universe. Yeah. Uh, so. Whatever, we've got each other, though. We'll stick together and we'll just forge ahead. <laughs> we made it through season one, so. Or the Do, first would two you, seasons. Would you consider this a darker time? No. Then? No. no? You think season one, the season one finding our footing is worse? Yeah. I okay. do. David Rossi counts for a lot. He does. And Mandy Patinkin takes away a lot. <laughs> The large absences that we will feel soon hurt. They do. They hurt. They hurt me right here in my soul. (laughs) (laughs) But for some reason, I feel like these seasons are still better than one and two. Yeah. I mean, because they're they're stronger storytelling wise, I think. Yeah. We're just absent. Just two of the best characters, you know? Yeah. (sighs) Well, on that note, should we not delay any longer? Let's, without further ado. Without further ado. Oh, 
<laughs> there is more ado. <laughs> this is the unknown subject to Criminal Minds no, Podcast. Yes. I'm Kelsey Paul. <laughs> and I'm Kelly McMaster's Parsons. <laughs> Today, we're going to watch season six, episode two, JJ. Ugh. Never a good sign when it's got someone's name it's as the title. never a good sign. Nicole Penelope. Never. She got shot. Never a good sign. It's all, That's a bad thing in the Criminal Minds universe. It's a bad thing in any television show. That's any true. TV show. That's, that's true. Like a, it's a doom and gloom episode you're about to watch if it's named after a character. Yeah, because they don't, nobody names an episode after a character when something happy happens. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. Beware, beware the episodes named after your favorite character. <laughs> you might be in for a disappointment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <sighs> well, I'm ready All right, if you're now, ready. With, without further ado. Without further ado, here we go. I'm going to press play in three, two, one. Play. I do have my captions on. That's good. All right. We're vacationing at the beach, but this lady disappeared three days ago. Where are we? I don't know. Rossi's just like Atlantic watching Atlantic Beach Detective. What? That's a cop show I want to see. Atlantic, <laughs> Atlantic Beach Detective. All right. What are the chances of the, what? Uh, right. I don't know. I'm already lost. Yeah, I am too. We're really starting in the middle of things. And somebody's it's not working out. somebody's in Hodge's office, and Rossi says it can't be good. Oh, Garcia's dress! Wow, wow, it's a lot to look at. Everybody, oh JJ's in there talking I to Hodge. Got that haircut. I love Dairy. <laughs> I love Dairy too. Me too. So JJ and Hotch are in his office. They've got the blinds drawn. Everybody's in the bullpen just like staring up there being like, what the fuck are they doing? Which is yeah. such a classic coworker thing. Yeah, it to is. To be this like. Absolutely. Like if one of us went into like our boss's office, the other would just <laughs> yeah. be like outside with a glass With the door the shut. And you're just like, well, they've been in there for 10 minutes. What are they Aaron doing? Strauss. Oh, never good sign. Oh. So she says that JJ turned down the job twice without consulting Hotch, and the Pentagon keeps calling. Oh, JJ's not sitting down. She's not. Strauss, the errands are. The errands are sitting. JJ is like, fuck you, I don't want this job. Uh, There's some job. And she's she's like, I've been here for almost seven years. Strauss is like, you need this job because there's no travel. You can stay home with your son. And she's like, excuse you? Like, don't talk to I me about my I can do it kid. all. Excuse me, Erin. Yeah. It is a oh. very weird thing, and I'm remembering this now, is like, in what universe can your boss force you to take a job somewhere? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how many times does that happen on this show? It's all like, the time. Nowhere else. Like, if like if my boss came to me and was like, hey, this other position is open at this other museum. Like, I really think you should get it. And I was like, no, thank you. Like, she can't force me to. <laughs> yeah. She'd be like, okay, cool. Bye. Yeah. Oh, now we're talking about uh, the missing girl. Yeah. Now we've, we've, we've pivoted to the case, Maryland? apparently. JJ's mad, and she has a right to be. Uh, and Hotch is like, it's the Pentagon. Like, what the fuck? And she's like, I didn't tell you. I'm sorry. And he's like, it's fine. for the Department of Defense? And she's like, he's like, it's just like a really big promotion. Like, are you sure you don't want to do that? And she's like, no, I belong here. Dang. She's a loyal AF. She is. She loves her job. Oh, and then she comes out and the rest of the team just like, oh, nope, we weren't watching. We yeah. weren't watching. 
Look at that belt buckle. Which I feel like you and I know a lot about because we're usually talking shit or talking about things we're not supposed to be talking about. <laughs> and then when somebody comes into the office and you have to pretend that you're not. Oh, yeah. Then suddenly we're just sitting next to each other in complete yeah. silence. Or just like staring at each other or being like, yeah, so like, what are you having for dinner tonight? <laughs> yeah. So what do you think about that email I sent you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh. So everybody's getting their stuff. We're heading to the jet. Um, Garcia's truly just a rainbow of a person right now. She is. She's so colorful. She's Even her glasses are like blue and green. They are. Okay, so what I'm gaining from all of this that I'm only sort of reading is that they have some guys in custody. Yeah. But they haven't been able to prove it yet. So the team is going there and they're like, we have like X amount of time to either find a body or get a confession. Mm-hmm. Right, because they can't hold them forever. Right. And into the elevator they go. Garcia checks in with JJ before JJ gets in the elevator. And and JJ's JJ's like, like, everything's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Because, you know, um, Penelope is a true empath, so she can sense that things are off. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's like, yo, JJ, you don't keep shit from me. What's happening? Yeah. Speak your truth. Speak your truth, girl. <sighs> okay. I think that's might be one of the hardest parts about what's about to come next, which is the breakup of the just the amazing trio. The girl mm-hmm. gang mm-hmm. is so rough. Yeah, it really is. It's such an integral dynamic to this show that it gets busted up for yeah. a while. Yeah. We're seeing the jet bathroom, which we never see. No. JJ is We're, in the JJ's bathroom. in the mirror. I make a point of not looking at myself in the mirror when I'm in a bathroom. <laughs> I keep my head really? down. Yeah. I hate making eye contact with myself in a bathroom. I don't know. Oh, Reed says he feels kind of is. sick, so he goes into the bathroom after her. Uh-oh. He really shuffles in. He did. He was, like, needed to get in there. <laughs> did Prentice have bangs in the last episode? I don't think so. I think this is a new haircut. Yeah. New season, new haircut. She's yeah, got classic. bangs, but like a little bit blunter of bangs than she had before. Yeah, they're feathery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The whole haircut is really... Yeah. Feathery. It's very 2010. What's our year? 10? I think we're in 2010 now. Yeah. I'm surprised there's not... Remember the trend that was around for like six months of putting an actual feather in your hair? What? Like getting like a feather tied in. Oh your hair? yeah, that was that trend? Very it big only for a while. it had a very short lived. Oh, I remember trend. this episode. This douchebag. Do you remember this? That guy. Yeah. He's in some other show I just watched. Oh, Lucifer. I've been watching Lucifer. He might have been in that. Mm. Okay, so we have the situation is that we've got two dudes who were last seen with the girl. I guess her name Kate. I think that went missing. They both claim to have had consensual sex with her, and then they say they dropped her off her hotel and never saw her again. But it's like, mm, sus. No one believes sus. you. Sus. There's no body. So this girl is just missing, not necessarily dead. I'm getting very big Natalie Holloway vibes. Yes. Like, yes. last seen with some dudes, never seen mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. don't have a body, can't prove it. Yep. Oh, those police those are wearing those shorts. shorts. In Atlantic Beach, Maryland, the cops wear shorts. <laughs> I'm sorry, but why did they need to take the jet to Maryland? They literally don't. That plane ride <laughs> would have probably taken 20 minutes. 
To be fair. That whole conversation was the whole plan. <laughs> like, traffic is shit in the DMV, but you definitely <laughs> could have driven there. Just get in, like, a nice van. The only thing that actually might warrant making the jet is that because of the weird shape that Maryland is, is that sometimes mm. you have to go, like, up to the top and then down yeah. to the boot part. Mm. So perhaps that's a situation, because we're clearly on the water <laughs> in Atlantic right. Beach. Right, it's Atlantic Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so All we've right. got some we've uh, got, uh, security. CCTV footage. Yeah. Of so, the dudes with the girl. Yeah, so she gets in the car, and so that part of their story holds up. And they've, like, retold their stories dozens of times without any changes. So yeah. they're not looking super suspicious. So like, our they're not looking very guilty. They're still no. suspicious, but... Our suspects' names are Sid and Jimmy. And the local mm. detective says that Sid is a handful and Jimmy is dumb. <laughs> so... <laughs> and they're ready to expose their weaknesses. Yes. Oh, Ooh, here's the parents. The parents are there and they go right after them. Yep. Oh. Yeah, so the blonde guy is definitely, like, cocky as shit. Yeah, he, like, yells back at the dad, but the other guy just, like, keeps his head down and yeah. walks away. And, like, the right other away. Guy, yeah, go ahead. Do you remember the drama that Joe Montaigne was also in called Joan of Arc? Or Joan, I, Joan of Arcadia? Arcadia? I never watched it, but I do know what you're talking about. The dark-haired suspect... I'm sorry. Amber Tamblyn's I boyfriend. Just got, I don't want to objectify anyone, but I just got so distracted by Prentice's chest. <laughs> Her cleavage looks... <laughs> Do you think she's using it with this young man? Absolutely. They're doing what Prentice does, which is... So she goes into the cocky one and, like, gives him a smile and is like, hey, can I get you anything? Which is, like, totally a tactic that they do with Prentice. Mm-hmm. And she puts her jacket back on. She's like, let me put my blazer back on now that I'm not using my low-cut V-neck sweater. The blonde suspect looks like if Jimmy Jr. from Bob's Burgers was a human person. Very true. He also was in Twilight. If you're a Twilight fan, yeah. he was one Who of was the he? human friends what? of Bella's. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. like the one that like also has a crush on Bella and like wants to be with her, but isn't he's mm. not a vampire, so he doesn't have a chance. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and that's what you missed on Twilight. <laughs> that's all there you go. There that's all you need. <laughs> Wow, nobody's wearing clothes down in Atlantic Beach. Yeah, Atlantic Beach Everybody's is... just, like, out and about with you their would, coolers and their tank tops. You would think it's fucking Miami over here. Right. <laughs> this sweetheart. So, Rossi and Reed are, like, walking the street. They must be going to see where she, like, disappeared from or the bar that they were at. And Rossi's like, here it doesn't are. make sense. Yeah, like, what? why would she take this risk? Like, why would she get in the car with these two dudes she doesn't know? So now we're, like, right. back we're in like, time. Yeah. They're, like, walking through the room with all the people. Mm-hmm. Crowded bar. There she is. Walking up to those dudes. Jimmy Jr. And so, other guy. And Zeke. Oy, 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 oy. <laughs> the friends. So her friends that were interviewed said that she didn't know these guys. She had only been in town for a week. So they're saying they were total strangers as far as they can tell. But Rossi's like, she might have met them before Friday night if she was willing to go with them. Yeah. Okay, she's a swimmer. Yeah, so classic thing. The mom mom brought some photo albums. JJ's looking at them. And she sees another person. She's like, oh, who's this? And they're like, oh, that's Drew. They were on the same swim team. And she and JJ's like, oh, he looks like he's oh, he had oh, leukemia. Oh, he's gonna be dead. Yeah, so we've got a dead younger brother. We're gonna lose Drew. 
Mm-hmm. And she says, like, Katie was always really protective of him, and, like, she got hit really hard by his death. Oh. Oh. Now phone's ringing. Oh, it's a yeah. Bla- it's a Blackberry. It's, a, it's like, of course, it's a song. There's a ringtone because it's right. 2010. It's 2010. That's what you did. So Rest parents, the blackberries, they just finally stopped working <laughs> like a month ago. Parents are having a little bit of a um, headbutting moment because the dad is like, we should have never let her go, like, go on this trip. And the mom is oh. like, she needed time away. Like she was responsible. And so clearly, like the mom feels like he's blaming her for letting mm. her go on the trip. Mm. We see this in like, we every see episode this all the time. Involved. And JJ is like, it's not anybody's fault. And then the dad's like, like fuck you, like you don't know what you're talking about, like you don't Our know what it's like. Taken from us. She's like, there's nothing you can say that will change that. And JJ's like, yo, dude, back off. Like I get it. And she's but like, also, yeah. you know that like you're like one of two billion people in this situation. I've already talked to you in my life. Well, exactly. That's how she feels. It's not what she says. No. She go and so of course she does the classic beautiful JJ thing, which is just like be totally calm and totally empathetic and she's like she like tries to bring them together and be like you really got to hold on to each other right yep. now. Yeah, she's like it's totally natural. But it clearly has like affected her. Oodles of records says Penelope. <laughs> oh. Penelope's vertical screen always gets me. It's been portrait mode not landscape yeah. and I can't stand it. <laughs> I've never noticed it before. Oh, it's in every scene. Naughty boys. (gasps) This episode is a wild ride. It's a wild ride of one-liners. Really hard to follow, and I really don't understand the crime so far. Um, Is she dead? She's just missing. We don't know. We have no idea. Jimmy Jr.'s got a broken wrist. He does. Brain wrist. And so our duo here has a history of getting into trouble together, shoplifting, like all that Mm. nonsense. So now we're going to send an alpha male, a.k.a. Morgan, in to talk oh, to this yeah. dickhead, Jimmy Ju- Jimmy Jr. And he's like, what up? I'm the sexiest man you've ever seen. I can kick your ass. Yeah. What happened to your wrist? And dude's like, oh, my wrist hurt before Friday. <laughs> and he just gives, like, Morgan, like, a shitty grin. Oh, oh a, a Division lacrosse One player. lacrosse player. That tracks. That tracks. Being married to a lacrosse player. Yeah, has, you know, has, I could throw a lot of shade. But well, to, what I was going to say is being married to a lacrosse player has not lessened my understanding of stereotypical <laughs> lacrosse players. Let me just say that. White I, I met my husband... After he had retired from lacrosse. <laughs> After he had hung up the net. Hung up the old. What's it called? Stick net. I don't know. <laughs> it's, a stick. it's a stick. It's a stick. It's a lacrosse stick. <laughs> stick net. Yeah. It, I mean, it's like. <laughs> it's a stick. <laughs> it it's a stick like with a, a tiny net at the end. I don't right. know. Like, it looks like they took the cup, the cup from like a base, like a catcher's costume costume a uniform <laughs> put a net on it and put like it on a stick. like a ball cup like the cup yeah for yeah. your penis yeah <laughs> yeah that's exactly what it looks like anyway whatever <laughs> morgan's having a something s- happened in there 
Oh. Morgan's having a tete-a-tete with the dickhead Jimmy Jr. Meanwhile. We used to say that all the time. (laughs) We used to. Well, because no one has a -a tete-a-tete quite like Mandy Patinkin, and he hasn't been around for a while. So Prentice is talking to the other dude. Oh. Oh. There's a lot happening here. We're we're doing a lot of manipulation. Right. Uh, We're seeing that Jimmy Jr. is getting food. Yeah. And she's like, oh, are you hungry? Like, did anybody ask you if you wanted to eat? And he's like, no. And she's like, okay, well, whatever. Like, you let me know if you want something. So Sid has a Lexus. Sid is Jimmy Jr. Yes. So right now she's doing this classic thing where she's going to try to, like, pit them against each other a little bit. So she's like, Sid has a Lexus. He's kind of a jerk. Like, says a lot that he can eat. (laughs) eat right now. And, like... She's like, he's such a, yeah, he's like such a little rich, spoiled brat. LRBs. What's that mean? Little rich boys. Little rich boys. But Jimmy's not buying it. He's just like, yeah, his dad has a dealership. Oh, right. His name is actually Jimmy. It is. So this is confusing. (laughs) Our nickname for Sid, we're going to have to go with Sid and Jimmy. Yeah, we're going back to Jimmy Jr. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're really talking about this fucking Lexus. Like, I don't... Yeah. Is it too fast? It's so fast, apparently. Mm. Uh, 25 or 30. What does that mean? Um, So, she's asking him when they moved. Oh, he moved here in fifth grade. He was 10. That's when he meets Sid. Okay. And he's like, what does this have to do with this girl? And, of course, they're watching. He mentions him by name. Yeah. He's depersonalizing the victim. And she goes, fine, you want to talk about Kate? And he's like, I don't know her. Oh, Ooh. and then he cracks his neck. Yeah. And so, it, of course, Hotch is watching this, and he's, like, picking up on it. And he's yeah. like, he's like that? BAUing the shit out of BAUing it. BAUing the shit out of it. Yeah. He's like, oh, now he's uncomfortable. Now we're back with Jimmy. Nope. Sid. Nope, Sid. <laughs> he's g- going to town he's on this roast sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. Um, oh, so Jimmy works at the jet ski jet skis place, and that's where Kate and her friends got a jet ski from. So she did meet him before they saw him in the bar. Saw okay. them in the bar. So they like had to go see this girl and invite her to the club. Yep, get into the club. And so Morgan's like throwing out his like theory a little bit. So he's like, "Let me guess, like." You and Jimmy get together. What? You're always in trouble. Did you see the way he just, he just flung like, that napkin? Licked his napkin <laughs> off to the side. <laughs> Litterer. Nothing worse. Littering is bad. Oh, apparently Stupid. this guy has had other complaints from other women before mm. about sexual harassment. So, well, Morgan just threatens to give him a polygraph. And he's like, are you going to ask me the questions? Because I was really hoping you'd send that pretty one back in here. Yeah. He's, like, not phased, though. Like, he, like, nothing that Morgan is throwing at him is even remotely getting under his skin. Oh, the stupid smile. I can't. Yeah, what was that? Deal with a stupid smile. The smile is a mix of, like, a shit-eating grin, but also, like, he's undressing Morgan with his eyes, which, and I, like, I (laughs) get it, but it's a weird... (laughs) choice for an actor <laughs> uh, i right. don't remember this episode at all so i remember bits and pieces but i don't remember like, how it it's ends. not coming back to me at all so like i'm watching it for the first time the dad is just like he sees sid walk by and he just like looks like he wants to kill him through the window yeah 
So JJ j- suggests going to the hotel. The yeah, mom but- says we should go look at the ocean. And he's like, I don't want to do that. The dad is being a real pain in the ass. Oh, they haven't been outside in days. Haven't eaten. They must haven't smell slept. bad. <laughs> it's like, what have you guys been doing? You've just been sitting in this yeah, 10 by 10 box. Yeah, why do you look box? so clean? <laughs> All right. Ro- uh, Rossi, Rossi and Reed back. came Where back from, they, they were that walking restaurant. the street was what they were doing. All okay. Right. Kate was comfortable with these guys. Yes, we know yep. that. They met at the jet ski place. All right. Let's run these credit cards. Rossi really thinks that they've spent more time with her, not just at the jet ski place, but and not just at the bar. Like, Rossi is, like, adamant that they yeah. were around her more than that. Yeah. He's like, remember being 19? So, there's that. There's that. There's that. <laughs> Look at all those guns. Wow. So the local detective's like, let me play devil's advocate. What if they didn't do it? And Hotch is like, oh, they did it. (laughs) Like, Hotch is like, I feel very comfortable that they did it. Yeah, they're, like, too calm. Like, if you didn't do it, you would be just, like, annoyed at still being there by now. So Morgan calls them serial killers, and the local detective is like, serial killers? They've only killed one person, and Morgan's like, that we know of. Like, Right. They They have a history of assault. Yeah. So we're just at that, like, transition period, perhaps. Which, like, Um, to be fair, if they have a history of assaults, this could be the first time that they cross into actual violence. Like, there always has to be a first one, and this could be the first one. But it also might not be the first one. You don't know. Right. Yeah. So JJ's filling the team in on like what the mom and dad have gone through with losing the son and now Kate's missing. Yeah. So Hotch encourages JJ to dig at the family a little bit. And Um, JJ's like, I should not have to put them through that. Yeah. Meanwhile, Morgan tells Hotch that they can't lose JJ. And Hotch is like, um, I don't think I can stop it. Strauss thinks we're all replaceable. Yeah, she does. She's stupid, but she does. Yeah. Oh, now Rossi's going to take a run at Sid. <laughs> he goes, are you the bad cop? And he goes, I'm not a cop. I'm Sydney super Xavier. Oh, Xavier oh. Pearson. Ugh. What a douchebag name. Ooh, he says she wasn't much of a lady. And he <gasps> says, watch your mouth. She practically begged me for it. Okay. Ew. Now they're saying the son of a bitch passed. Oh, he passed the polygraph. Uh, they're manipulating him again. But Rossi is like, he believes his lies. So, like, that's how he passed. Yeah. And then he goes, old timer's kind of dramatic, isn't he? <laughs> <coughs> All right. He's like, oh, it's actually pretty simple. I didn't do anything to her. You gave me some pretty graphic details. Ew. Ew. My DNA is all over that Gross. Girl. He's like, but that doesn't mean I killed her. Gross. I got pictures. Oh. On my cell. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, boy. On my camera phone. Oh. So Morgan is like, give me the fucking cell phone. Uh, now so we're meanwhile, back with Jimmy, and he's like, what was that yelling? Reed's talking to him now, and he's like, oh, yeah, like, don't worry about that. Like, it's fine. All right, we're saying Jimmy was late to work. He's, he's like, over. I was hungover. Looks like he's late usually a lot, you're though. Earl- no, he's usually early. Oh, okay. To, like, get things ready. Mm, so he's reliable normally. Right. 
hungover, slept in. What about Friday night after the bar? They drove to the inlet, which must be like a makeout spot. Yeah, like lover's lane. Is it the inlet? Okay, something happens in the middle of the night. Boats start coming in. They fish all night. And then they bring in the catch around 2 or 2.30. So they're like, that's why you go to the inlet. to the restaurant. You can, like, watch the boats. And Sid wanted to show her, so they did. And then they dropped her at the hotel. And then he slept in. We're really harping on that. broke. So it's like, is your alarm clock broken or are you hungover? Which story is it, bro? Yeah. And the camera keeps beeping. Yeah, because they're they're recording. They're the edge with that beeping. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, and he Princess is back. Snaps. She Princess shows has the, his polygraph results. Yep. And they go. He passed too. It. He looks surprised that he passed. He does, but like now he's looking like kind of proud of himself. There was yeah, just like a like, little okay. flash of like, oh hell yeah, I passed. All right, we're back with Sid now. Sh- oh look at that! Look at that! Eye- how small that iPhone? Teeny is. tiny baby, just like fits between all first of his generation iPhone. So he shows all round. a photo, and it's him and Kate, and they're smiling at the camera. She looks happy. Yeah. She looks fine. All right, now we're JJ's talking to the parents, and they're like, did, JJ's like, did she drink a lot? Like, did she have a fake ID? And she's like, they're like, she was an athlete. Like, she didn't go crazy, but she did like to hang out with her friends. We just want to find her. And my dad's just like, what time is it? It's like we're running out of time. Time yeah. for you to seven thirty. Not be an asshole. <laughs> it's always hard with like these care these parent characters where like when one of them's kind of being a dick. It's like I get it. Like the worst thing that could possibly happen to you is happening to you, but you're right. really taking it out on the wrong people. <laughs> All right, we're having like a montage where like they're just right. still talking to Sid, Morgan, and yeah. Rossi. Rossi's got his sleeves rolled up. Yeah, we talk. We are standing up. You can tell that Sid is like real tired because they're making him stand up. They won't let him sit down. So they're trying to break him. How'd you get her to do both of you then the same night? Ooh, Did you take so Morgan is like prodding him, trying (laughs) to get him to like give like really specific details <laughs> and so it just keeps going like he's just you like know. you know you know you know so it's like we might be getting somewhere because he just keeps being like she liked it she liked it but he won't like give any How specifics before she tapped out is this exactly what you did to her oh he's like holding on to his broken wrist now sid's eyes are all red mm-hmm. a little he looks over. real tired yep like Morgan and Rossi's faces are so close to his face. Like, just on either (laughs) side. A little kiss on the cheek would be nice. Yeah, it's just like so. Oh, she didn't want to sleep with uh, Jimmy. Oh. He made her. So as not to diss the bro. And then. So they're kind of throwing it out there of like, hey, listen, like, it's fine. Like, it must have been Jimmy's fault, right? Like, what were you supposed to do? Like, it was an accident kind of thing. But he doesn't really give in to that. We have less than right. three hours to go, though. All right. So Prentice doesn't think Jimmy was smart enough to do it by himself. Right. Um, And she thinks, like, he's kind of, like, the submissive between the two of them. Right. But now we're looking at the pictures from Sid's phone. 
and you can see Jimmy in the background, but he doesn't look interested at all in what's going right. on. I wouldn't be surprised if Morgan turned the camera off in a minute. Oh, no. mm, yeah, Morgan's like, had enough. Oh my oh God, boy. Strauss. Right, now we're talking to Strauss. It's like Strauss. She's like, uh, JJ's transfers an executive we're decision. We're kind of in the fucking middle of something. Like, what right, like, are you doing? Uh, I can't have this discussion with you right now. I'm trying. I have three hours left to get these two dudes to confess. And Strauss is like, like basically Hotch is like, you cannot take her away. And she's like, it's a done deal. So. Damn. And he's like, you don't, don't get, get it. it. They're not asking. They're not asking. They want her in DC. They want her back now. She's in the middle. Oh something my God. does the justice department not understand <laughs> is it the justice department or the defense department, department of defense okay that's what i thought the dod the dod long fade to black all right okay what do you think morgan got no shame yep. they say morgan's like i have no like morgan clearly doesn't know what to make of this guy like he's like yeah. it doesn't make sense he's like i don't think he killed her He's a scumbag. For sure. But didn't kill her. So back with Jimmy. Jimmy we go. Back like, to the inlet. He also looks tired, but like not quite as tired as Sid. No. Um, they weren't making him stand up. No, he's still sitting with his head kind of in his hand. And he um, said, like, Prentice says something and he goes, what, is that some kind of metaphor? And she's like, you tell me. And so Sounds he's like, like you're just trying to make some fancy point. That's all. Uh, I feel like he's playing dumb. He's trying yeah, to make himself seem dumb, but I don't think. Yeah, that's what they're saying. They're like, he is smarter than we thought. He doesn't say water. He says inlet. He's starting to get sloppy, though. And they're saying, like, he's fidgety. He looks like he's the submissive, but he's not entirely weak. Aha. Uh-huh. So he's using Sid to pull Kate? Well, they're saying from the photos that, like, Jimmy was pissed because Kate was more into Sid than he was into mm. her, than she was into him. Wouldn't a boat have a GPS, they say? Oh, but you can see in one of the photos Kate's phone in the back seat. And okay. Kate's mom has it right now, and they recovered it from her room. Oh, so they put it, one of them put it back. Or no, uh-huh. she, they say she made it back. Kate's cell phone was left in the car and then later turned up in her room. How? What? They so did they drop, do Kate drop Kate her off. off. They do take Barrett home. Barrett but then comes he comes back. back. But why would she let him in? Because he had because her he cell had the phone. phone. Okay, so they're thinking maybe he lures her outside, takes He's her to the inlet. With the inlet. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Blood from the catch tracks a bunch of sharks and they. It's a feeding, feeding frenzy. frenzy. <gasps> oh, oh, no. So he's saying he says he didn't kill her. He says he didn't. He because he didn't. He just like abandoned her in the open ocean or something. Because they're saying, like, in the polygraph, they ask them, like, do you know where she is? They can say no because they don't. Like, they don't know right. what happened to her. Well, at least... At least the Sid one doesn't. doesn't Sid doesn't. So uh, Morgan's so like, Sid's, how did her phone like, get... how did her phone get back to her room? And you can see him, like, a little light bulb goes on, like, wait, yeah. what? Light the bulb. 
Oh, and oh. the GPS in his boat is missing. Oh, Jimmy. And he's like, it isn't. And then he says, who are you to JJ? And she's like, this was your ticket into her room and like shows him the phone. And he's like, who is she? Like, he's like very obsessed with who JJ is. Mm-hmm. It's like, stop deflecting, bro. Yeah. Uh, he took Kate to the inlet between four and five because he knows that uh, it's quiet. About then. 75 miles out, a full tank on a single outboard motor. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom. You're late for boom. work because it took so damn long. So they're saying you didn't kill her, you just left her to die. And that's why you asked for a polygraph because you knew you'd pass it. And now we're back with Sid. And Sid is like, we legit took her to look at the boats. <laughs> like he's Sharks like, happen, Sid. <laughs> <laughs> Sharks happen. And you can, so Sid is like, no, like I did not, like he is def- his cool demeanor is finally broken. And he's yeah. like, no, I he's did like, not I do didn't any of that. Do that. I believe him. It's I believe him definitely too. Definitely Jimmy. It's just Jimmy. Yep. And he goes, Your time's <gasps> up. And JJ is like, You can you took away their daughter. You don't get to win. We're going to find her. And he goes, you Oh, you still think she has a huh? chance? Oh, fuck you. You basically just confessed. Yeah, now they get they can keep him. They have reasonable suspicion, right? Like that's a thing. Yeah. Okay, so now we're seeing a helicopter. Gonna go out and search for her. Let's look for some floating bones. Bones? I don't know. Oh, they've been out there for like 12 hours. <laughs> I picture the sharks like they just ate some I don't think you understand how sharks work. <laughs> sharks happen, Sid. Sharks <sighs> Three days happen. in the ocean. I know. You think she lives? I think she does. Oh. I don't. I'm I think she does. Dead. I think they I are. Think they find her chicken. <gasps> she's on a buoy. She's alive. Really? She's waving around. She is alive. <gasps> they found her. Wow. Way to go, Kate. Way to go. They found her hugging a buoy. She wasn't hugging a buoy. She was laying I'd on top she was of a on buoy. It. Yeah. And JJ's she like, oh my God, on. she held on. <gasps> diver is in. Dude, if I was badass, I would become a rescue diver. Did you ever see that movie with Kevin Costner and Aaron Hodge, or not Aaron Hodgner, <laughs> Ashton Kutcher, where they're rescue divers? <laughs> no, but I know what it is. All right, so JJ tells the mom. The disasters at sea. Really oh, you do love that shit. I love, I love it. So JJ's oh, hugging the, the mom. the mom hugs JJ. The dad's got to be like, I'm sorry. I was yeah, like you asshole. need to apologize, sir. Fade to black. Long fade to black. We're at the hospital now. Oh, look at her. Oh, I guess she probably was pretty sunburned. Yeah. The dad says that the first thing that Kate said was that she was sorry. It's like, girl, you don't need to apologize. Yeah. Like, they choked her and she says she's sorry. Well, she's like, sorry to the mom and dad of like, I shouldn't have done that kind of thing. Like, I should have been smarter than that. Yeah. But the dad does apologize. He's basically apologizing to JJ now. He's like, you saved my life. Like... He I didn't, didn't want to live. live. It's my little girl. Well, yeah, okay. Now they're just having a heart to heart. And he's like, I wasn't there. You made her who she is. Yeah, so JJ's like, she fought and she survived because you taught her to be a badass. Yeah, she survived on a freaking buoy. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did make that point that she was a swimmer. She's a strong swimmer. That's true. So. They did make that point. All right. 
He doesn't technically say sorry. He does say thank you. He does not technically say sorry for being yeah. a dick. <laughs> oh, JJ says, I like to think your son was watching out for her. Aww. Right, because JJ has that like dead sibling thing going he, for she her does. too. She does. She knows how that goes. She's, she's clutching her she's necklace. Clutching her necklace, which was the her sisters. sisters. She's got tears in her eyes. Yeah, because now she knows she has to fucking go do this job she doesn't want to do. What yeah. is this bullshit? She needs to be D and D C now. <sighs> I have a lot to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of feelings. All right, we're back at the office. And JJ's cleaning she's up. She's cleaning up the files for the last time. One last time. Good she Hamilton She turns the reference. TV off. And there's Hotch. And he, she goes, when do I leave? First of all, yeah. she's making it sound like she's going to freaking war in Kuwait yeah. or something. <laughs> she's going to work at the Pentagon. Like, you're going to go live at the pen- work at the Pentagon, which is, like, closer to D.C. where you all claim to live <laughs> than Quantico, where yeah. you claim to work now. <laughs> uh, Hotch is like, I'm going to try to get you back. I'm not going to replace you. And you Strauss wants her out. to fill this thing out. Oh, it's an exit an interview. An exit interview. And she's like, are you fucking joking? <laughs> she's big on procedure. And he, she, he just says, just be honest. Call her a bitch. <laughs> Say that she's a bitch. <laughs> is it going to be about Strauss or is it going to be about like... How much she loves the Hodge. team. Yeah. I mean, it should. if it's not about Strauss, it should be a little bit about Strauss <laughs> and how she kind of ruins everything. Right. And now she's like, how am I supposed to tell them I'm leaving when, when I, I don't, don't even want to go? go? She says the, he says, the brass is really good at taking power away. Mm. And he says, you're going to be better off than any of us. She doesn't look too happy about she's it, though. She's pissed. And I'd be pissed, too. He says, I'll miss you. Hearty give handshake. Her a, oh, give her a hug, bro. Give her a hug, Aaron. You little robot man. How many things have you all been through together over the yeah, last six like, years? Yeah, like, she was with you as your wife got murdered. Like, come on. And then he just goes into his office, and the rest of the team turns cut. around. And they all have this look on their face like, what? And now... There, it it, it feels like there's a lot of denial. Like, they all thought... Yeah. That, oh, Garcia. Oh, she's sad. Like, they clearly all thought that Hotch was going to be able to intervene... Yeah. So I think it's also a little bit of like they all believe that like Hotch has their backs and can like protect them and like in this situation yeah. he can't. Oh no, no. now we're going to get the her goodbye. Exit interview. Now she has to say bye-bye. And they're like I thought Hotch was supposed to and she's like it's above his pay grade. And Strauss's. Not okay. that Strauss would have helped you out. Yeah, she wouldn't anyway. And Prentice is like, so you're so telling we just me like nothing? the director of the fucking FBI did this? No, it Who? sounds like the DOD just like came oh, right. in out they of nowhere, sought her out, yeah, and was like, we'd like her, and it's like, what? You're on everybody's wish list. And he says, our loss is somebody else's gain. I have to believe true. this isn't how this works, but I don't. Know. I really don't think it is. Again, you cannot force someone to take a job that they don't want. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Oh, Reed oh, is, so is so sad. Reed and JJ have a special bond. Oh, JJ's at Garcia's cave. Oh, I can't do it. I can't take it. 
She's like, you're still here. She just turns around and she says, I'd figure you'd get to me eventually. Oh. And she leaving? says, you're really leaving. Garcia would have done something. She yeah, would have hacked she something. She fucked over Kevin. <laughs> she would have hacked something and like made she, it so that you can't She fucked go. over Kevin. She kept Hotch's transfer from going through. Exactly. She always does this shit. I'm yeah. surprised she didn't know already. That's true. And so, oh. <sighs> She is like, I'm supposed to say this is a great opportunity, which it is. But this also f- sucks. I don't know the way this place works without you. Well, to be uh, fair, Penelope, it doesn't work that great. Who's going to make <laughs> us feel safe? And she says there's plenty of big, strong men around. And that's not what we need. No one cares yeah, about that. Goes, that's it. Your total ignorance of how awesome you are. And she makes a valid point, which is like, I'm still going to be in the city. It's like, yeah, you're going to be not very far away at all. And Garcia also doesn't really travel. So I feel like they could still keep a very strong relationship. But they're doing something that I also worry about, which is like. Don't talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Which is when we don't work in the same place together someday. We don't need to talk about it, though. No. It, I'm I liked that you read my mind in that moment. Yeah, though. come on. That you know I know exactly so what's much. happening here. <sighs> I don't even know what they're talking about. They're just sad. Speaking of Everybody's Jimmy got Jr. tears in their eyes. Guys, the other day, this is just a weird <laughs> anecdote, but the other day, Kelly <laughs> texts me out of the blue, and she goes, in the... <laughs> <laughs> which one of us is Jimmy Jr. and which one of us is Zeke from Bob's Burgers? <laughs> You're Jimmy. I'm Jimmy Jr. It, yeah. And I'm Zeke. Yep. <laughs> JJ. Sorry, guys. Oh, they're crying and hugging. Penelope's it's emotional. Crying. I, yeah, I I'm think, deflecting. Yeah. I, I don't think I can watch it again. Oh, she breaks down. Penelope's crying. I can't. We've got a dramatic song oh. playing in the background. We're going to watch her get on the elevator, I bet. Well, she's walking into, a, into the dark office. Oh, go tell Strauss to suck it. To... Sit on a tack and spin. <laughs> That's a new Strauss one. Isn't there? Oh, she's just gonna leave that. Leave the form on her desk, and it just says "fuck you." <laughs> it should. It should say "fuck you." Oh, Strauss oh. is there. She's just not. She has JJ. like an inner and an outer office, <laughs> and yeah. JJ just went into the inner office or into the outer office and left it. <laughs> what what position is Strauss in? She's not the director of the FBI, but she's like. She's like a vice president. Yeah, something. She's like an interim between like where Hotch is and like the tippy top of the FBI. Look at baby Jane. Look at these baby flashbacks. flashbacks. Look at her. Everybody's baby face. Oh, she's pregnant. She's pregnant. Oh, now we're getting a a voiceover of her reading her exit interview. And she's basically saying how she's grateful for all the time with the team and they grew together. that time they ate Chinese that food together. Notice that we oh. cut Patinkin out of this situation. Or he's no, I guess he's it. not in it because Prentice is There's there. There's Rossi. There's Rossi. Oh, everybody eats Chinese. They love to eat together. Oh, baby oh, Henry. Henry. That time he met the team. Oh, this when is Morgan sad. was like, "Can I hold your baby?" Oh. 
they're a family with family so she's sort of like in the giant peach reference coming to terms with the fact that she has to like go and grow elsewhere and like she takes one last she look takes at the one office. Last look. She walks to and the, elevator. the elevator. Does she have any bags or a jacket or anything? Nope. She's got nothing. No purse. Nothing. No stuff from her desk. No nope. box from her desk. <laughs> nothing. She just walks away. She just walks away. And she leaves it all behind and she and just then lets Mark it go. Fucking Gordon. Mark fucking Gordon. Fuck Mark Gordon. Just kidding. <sighs> so. But maybe. I. No, it's not Mark. It's not Mark Gordon that we want to say fuck you it's to. I have who set the payroll details. Right? So, if we do want to do this, if we want to hold our what? Well, do we have thoughts on the case itself? Let's separate this out here. We can talk um, about the JJ of it all, obviously. Yeah. But the case itself, if we remove the JJ plot point, what do we think of the case? I mean, it was fine. I think it's pretty good. I like the. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of good like tete-a-tete like yeah we love we love that like manipulation interview play. yes yes i feel like yeah. everybody really other than reed reed doesn't do a whole lot in this episode Mm-mm. um but i i love a uh, morgan rossi tag team yes that was good and i prentice love got some good time yes i love when prentice can just command a room mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so yeah i mean i think like if the whole jj subplot wasn't so prominent in this and like if this episode was like just kind of your standard episode with the case i feel like it'd be a pretty good contender for like i like it it's good it's well done it's an interesting case it's a happy ending they find her at the end right she was just like laying on that buoy she was just on that buoy she was like the little mermaid just like hanging out on that buoy (laughs) um so before we like really dive in to the mm-hmm. JJ of it. Obviously, the listeners know we're not pleased with this no. plot development. Is anyone? No. This is the first departure that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, I know that like, some I was people. sad when we lost Elle. I know. You because, were like, sad. You liked Elle. She, what could she have been? It's sad for like what could have been. True. I don't JJ, feel. JJ, it's like losing a family member. Well, because we haven't lost anyone like this far in right it's so, like to your point right. l we lost after like a season so like we like it's like l we barely knew thee like we don't even <laughs> like you know like it's like we didn't even right. really get a chance to get attached yeah whatever patinkin was around enough i know that there are many people who are big gideon fans who are sad to see him go as we've talked to death kelly and i are not those people right we don't care right. but to your point aj cook leaving is the first time we've lost someone after like like six years in like we've had right like a long time to get to know her character like evidenced by the flashback scene that we just had right. to watch which makes it so much harder it does and just because I hate, I we love her as a character, character. Yeah. yeah and so it's like it makes it extra tough but not every team departure hits me as hard as uh, the few that do <laughs> well so that's another <laughs> Meaning, thing that's, i care less when a certain man leaves there are some men that leave i feel different levels of emotion depending on which man we're talking about yes and then obviously as we know we're gonna get a real revolving door 
of mm-hmm. women here for a minute, which again, yeah. none of them are really around long enough for us no. to, I think, get to get any real attachment. I can't even tell you what some of their names are. <laughs> like there's yeah, no. the one character I never remember what her name is. I just call her the linguist because I don't know right. what her name what was is. Her name Carol, Caitlin. <laughs> I Karen? don't know. Um. So yeah, like Lauren. No, mm, that doesn't feel right. Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt was Kate, but uh, that's the only one yeah. that I can remember. And Jennifer Love Hewitt, I remember. I think because she ends up being in nine one one, I remember her liking her more than I think I did in the moment because mm. I do like her character on nine one one. You're like conflating those two things. Yeah, because they're both like they're similar. Sure, like it's a procedural procedural like, yeah. emergency drama. So, if you will. Uh, come along with me on a ride. I'd yeah. like to give you a, a fun... Tell me a tale. All right, I'm going to tell you a tale. Okay. Please. So, we'll start with a fun fact about this episode, which is closely related to all of this. So, as we discussed at the beginning, an episode named after a main character, never a good thing. Never. It's <laughs> ominous. It's ominous. It's a bad omen. In the case of Criminal Minds, this is the second of five episodes that we will have Ooh. named after a first main character. As you identified, our first one is Penelope. Penelope gets shot in her front porch. Bad news. Right. Obviously, we come out of that okay. Um, right. But the So then we have JJ now, and then later we will also get Derek, Spencer, and Luke, which I haven't gotten to the Luke one yet. Oh. That's a way later one that I have not <laughs> gotten to. It took me a to. moment to remember who the hell Luke even is. <laughs> yeah. Um... But of course, the reason that this one is called JJ is because this was supposed to be the final appearance of JJ. We were not supposed to get any more JJ after this. And it's quite a convoluted path that we get to uh, to see AJ Cook come back. Um, Mm -hmm. So let me tell you a little tale about the the way that they did AJ Cook dirty because they did her real dirty. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of sexism in here. There's a lot of mm. just fun bullshit to get down Not to. Surprised. So at the time, take yourself back to 2009, 2010, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Obama's president. I think anything can happen. <laughs> yeah. The, the world is our oyster. <laughs> we all have those haircuts. Sell, there's a first generation iPhone. <laughs> we all have those haircuts. We all have those haircuts that Prentice had. I had a very dramatic side bang. That's what I was Yes. Doing. Yes. It's like Justin Bieber is like at the height oh, of his yeah. side bangs. It's a whole thing. Oh, yeah. Um, And Criminal Minds is going into its sixth season and the show is doing well. It's it's you know, it's it's doing fine for CBS. Mm -hmm. Like it's doing great. Supposedly the up and ups, the upper crust, the power brokers at CBS Mm -hmm. come to Ed Bernero, who is like the executive producer showrunner. Yes. Second name. Second name. Not Mark Gordon. Ed Bernero. They right. go to Ed and they say, we need some quote unquote new women. Oh. And so what we're all supposed to take away from that is that they want younger women. So they tell Ed that, that he off. needs to shake it up and that he needs new women. Now, later, 
Ed will claim that he had no choice in the matter. So it's actually a very similar situation (laughs) to what's going on here. I find, as I was watching it, I was like, I feel like we're mirroring a lot of the details of AJ Cook being fired into this episode, and that can't be an accident. So Ed claims, like, he basically got an ultimatum from the upper-ups at CBS saying, like, you got to get rid of not just AJ, but also Paget. They say, like, you got to shake it up. You can. I don't know how Kirsten Vangsness got so yeah. lucky that they were like, you can keep Kirsten Vangsness, but you got to lose AJ and you got to lose Paget. So Ed Bernero claims like that he just does it because he doesn't have a choice. He calls them and is like, "Sorry, like we're not re-upping your contract." What gets put out Fuck to the that. press at the time is that it's due to budget cuts. And that they are, it's a financial reason. It's, it's, you'll either see the quote, quote unquote, budget cuts or quote unquote, financial creative differences. Like, what the fuck Mm. does that even fucking mean? (laughs) Yeah, I feel like my understanding of this before you were deep dive was that like, they couldn't come to a contract that they agreed on. That's what they put it out there is that it's a contract dispute. They can't come to an, like there can't come to an agreement. Classic. Isn't that what Shonda says about everybody? She kills. Yes. It's like, Oh, sorry. We could. Yeah. It's classic Hollywood, which is just like, Oh, it all comes down to money. It's not personal. Like whatever. Sometimes is true. Sure. So anyway, the essentially AJ cook gets unceremoniously fired from Criminal Minds. Damn. And she just, and they just don't re-up her contract the way that they re-up everyone else's contract. At the time, Kirsten Vangsness is the only one that speaks publicly about it and is basically like, it fucking sucks. They fired our friend. Like, this is stupid. Like, she was just like, this is dumb. Like, I don't know why they did this. Ed Bernero claims that he didn't have a choice and that he didn't want to do it and he didn't want to get rid of them, but he got told that he had to whatever believe that or not i think that he probably had some more to do with it than he is claiming but i put up a bigger fight yeah but like i do obvious i do believe that the executives at cbs were the ones that like yeah made this happen so what happens with paget which i is obviously different because they get fired at the same time but you'll know obviously that emily prentice is around for another however many episodes she she, yeah she makes it through most of this season the reason for that is that paget brewster's agents were able to negotiate 17 more episodes for her which is why she stays on now by all accounts paget's pissed because she knows that like she's she's like i feel like that's almost harder because it's like you basically get fired but then get told that you can stick around for 17 more episodes like i'd be like fuck you guys i don't want to work here anymore like if you don't want me you can't fire me i quit but whatever so she sticks around for the extra episodes that is negotiated for her but her but her response to cbs and to the showrunners at criminal minds is fine if you're gonna fire me then you have to kill emily prentice off like she's like i want her killed off like if this is like if this is how this is gonna be i want the character dead so that i can just like burn that bridge and like you can't bring me back so that's technically what we see happen but later some things happen that i don't fully understand that lead for her to come back it's very confusing but so what's interesting about this whole thing with them firing, you know, AJ Cook and firing Paget at the same time. Like I said, Ed Bernero doesn't take any responsibility for it, claims that his arm was twisted, whatever. What's interesting is he then is interviewed later about it, and he claims that not only did he have nothing to do with it, but he believes that this whole drama 
is the reason that suspect behavior doesn't take off. <laughs> and his logic the is... The one with Forrest Whitaker that we yes, just... Yes, the oh one that we just... So that backdoor pilot that we just watched, it doesn't go anywhere. It gets canceled. I don't even think it makes Because it makes, they fired JJ. It doesn't make it to a full season order, I don't even think. It does so bad. Ed Bernero's theory is that the fans thought... Because remember, we have got this budget cut explanation that was given... The fans believe that the budget cut was so that they could redirect finances to suspect behavior. And so the fans come to believe that suspect behavior is, like, to blame for A.J. Cook and Patrick Brewster being fired. And so Ed Bernero is like, they didn't watch suspect behavior because they were pissed about A.J. and Padgett. And that's why the show it didn't take off. It couldn't be that that show just, like, wasn't as It good. couldn't be <laughs> that it was just a huge like, turd and nobody wanted yeah. it in the first place. So I'm like, all right, buddy, whatever, like, helps you sleep at night that you, like, think that that's the reason that's fine um but there was a real life huge fan backlash at the time of course similar to the the current backlash that i currently feel watching it back you know like however many years later um and fans drink in every episode that we watch until they come back Fans Spoiler were hugely alert. pissed. I feel like everybody knows they do come back. They do come back, thank God. But it's a real dark period there for a while. We'll get AJ back sooner than we will get Emily back. Yeah, it's really a lull. But so yeah, so interestingly enough, it's so let's talk about AJ Cook eventually coming back. Mm-hmm. She's only gone for like a season, so they negotiate yeah. a situation where she's going to do a guest. She does a guest spot when Emily Prentice's character gets written off, mm-hmm. and that was supposed to be it. Like it was like oh, well, like they had apparently negotiated for her to be able to come back and do little guest spots like that, like when they wanted her mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, Padgett Brewster was like, "Fuck you guys! You can kill off my character. I'm never coming back. Like yeah. screw you." Um, but then mysteriously enough, at the end of season six, Ed Bernero gets fired and leaves the show. Oh. And then magically, in that over that hiatus, AJ Cook is rehired by Criminal Minds. So Fuck you, Ed Bernero. Fuck you, Ed Bernero. Like I'm like, you're gonna sit there and pretend that you had nothing to do with it, but then you leave and she comes back. Like that 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 can't be a coincidence. Like no. there's no So Anyway, I do, that brings us to sort of just the last little tidbit that I'll share, which AJ Cook has never really commented publicly, apparently, about the whole firing thing. Yeah. When she does, it's, I get, it's very diplomatic. Like, she's just mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, I get it, like, whatever. Which I feel like that brings me to when I was watching the, those last scenes. Like, the tears in her eyes, I feel like, have to be real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because she got fired from her job. And now she's being forced to, like, act out this, like, scenario where she's, like, leaving. A- like, JJ doesn't want to leave. You have to imagine AJ Cook didn't want to leave her job at yeah. Criminal Minds. So it's, like, it's very layered <laughs> with reality. It's, like, meta as fuck. And then, like, you know, she has that whole thing at the end where she's talking about, like, lessons learned and, like, learning to let go and, like, having to grow and, like, all of this Do you think bullshit. they just let her write that herself? She or did they, lib? or is it, uh, maybe, or, or did they write that for her, which is almost a slap in the face because it's, like, mm. you're fucking forcing her out, but then you're gonna make her give this whole, like, long speech about, like, moving on and, like, accepting our growth and, like, all this bullshit, <laughs> like... So anyway, 
AJ's very diplomatic about it. She's a classy ass lady. She never really like says anything wrong. Obviously, she comes back and like when she comes back, she does say like she's really grateful to be back. Like she's happy to be back with her TV family and like whatever. Paget on the other hand, don't give no fucks. And so yeah. <laughs> in 2015, That's why we love her. Wait, it's why we love her. So in 2015, Paget gets interviewed about it and she basically is like the budget cut thing is bullshit. Don't believe it for a second because Rachel Nichols, who is the actress that they bring in to play Ashley, the girl that mm. they replace them with, mm-hmm. got paid double what AJ oh! and Paget were being paid. What? According what? to Paget, according to Paget, which I believe because I believe everything that comes out of her mouth. So it's all fucking bullshit. So what? So that brings us all back around to the execs at Meanwhile, CBS. She's almost like she's like a teenage. She's like a fetus. They did well, yes, because they woman. wanted she's the like new, the youngest. They need the new women, so they brought in a younger actress to take the place of these two like dynamo Idiots. amazing women who are killing it and they just Get put this like Aaron Hotchner he's boring and so yeah so Paget's like God. bullshit Executives flag idiots like bullshit flag on the budget thing like that is not at all what happened because if it was budget like how did she end up getting paid so much more and so basically Paget's like it's not a secret to anyone that CBS was really unfriendly to women in the first yeah. part of the 2000s, which totally tracks because I don't know if you'll remember, but in 2018, Les Moonves, I think that's how you say his last name, right. was the CBS exec. He got fi- He got taken down by Me Too. And he right. got accused of a ton of sexual harassment, a ton of sexual assault, and basically got unceremoniously fired. He was the, like, he was... The head of CBS television went at this point that we're talking about all this happening, like 2009, 2010. But by 2018, he was the head of like all of CBS. And so mm-hmm. he had been promoted, like he was definitely a power broker in CBS and was definitely one of the ones that would have been in the right. room saying, hey, we, you need new women. You need younger women, which like he was clearly a piece of shit. So no wonder yeah. he was like, yeah, bring in like Ugh. younger women like that I can like oogle at the office or like whatever. I picture whatever. him... I can't even remember what he looks like, but in He's my an mind, old white guy, <laughs> right? In my mind, he looks like the lovely, mysterious sea creature, the blobfish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know that he. I did just look at a photo of him. I don't, I don't know that I would say he looks like a blobfish. Um, but I just picture all skeezy old men as the blobfish. Harvey Weinstein, blobfish. Mm, Bill oh, Cosby, yes, blobfish. So. <laughs> <laughs> if Me Too took you down, you're a blobfish. Yeah, very true. Um, so anyway, so that's sort of all of the drama surrounding Damn. JJ's departure. Obviously, we will see the pageant half of it play out over the next several episodes but it's a while she's on for mm-hmm. 17 more episodes before mm-hmm. the whole yeah, she has such a, doyle like, ian doyle thing comes it's almost around. like it turns into a season all about her i feel like yes like the ian doyle shit is well so, like so consumes it and i guess that speaks to her agent's ability to yeah. like negotiate or whatever but yeah there is a much bigger to do made of her exit than JJ's like JJ's yeah, it just gets like, crammed into one episode and then it's just yeah. like okay bye I feel but, like Paget Brewster 
probably has like 20% more <laughs> like show business clout than AJ Cook. Yeah. Like I can't name anything else AJ Cook was in, but I can name other things Paget was in. Yeah. I think yeah, I I definitely need to do some more reading and we'll talk about it more when the time comes. I need to understand better how Paget ends up coming back. But I mean, yeah. they both come back after Ed Bernero's gone. So yeah. I'm like there that has to be like yeah, that has to be related. Like they're like so he can sit there and claim all that he wants that he had nothing to do with it. But like that can't be an accident. Right, right. So right. anyway, CBS was sexist as shit. It probably still is. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like there's. I feel like they also run some women off of like CSI. I feel mm-hmm. like that original cast gets fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a uh, it's a tough world out there for the ladies living in the mm-hmm. procedural universe over at CBS. Um, but I mean, I guess the thing that we can be grateful for is that they realized that they fucked up. Yeah. And brought them back and that AJ and Paget were like, yes, we will come back. Because like I said, yeah. if it was me, I would have been like, fuck you. Like, no. Yeah, no. Like, I'm not going to come back and take this job. And I hope that when they came back, they paid them what they fucking owed them. Right. Right. Because cause that's like another thing like you hear about all the time now in the, you know, post hashtag me too world and like more in this world that we're like having conversations about like what actors are paid on shows Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. it's really becoming obvious that like women are chronically underpaid in Hollywood and like in a show like this where it's an ensemble especially by season six it's a firm ensemble right like we're not like we're not doing what we were doing in season one season two where it's like Mandy Patinkin's show and we're all just here to like fill out the cast like by season six they are a true ensemble like, yeah, I guess Joe Montaigne is the biggest name still at this point. But, like, they've all been there for the same right. amount of time. So right. you have to imagine there are four dudes or three. How many? There's three dudes. There's Reed, Morgan. There's four dudes. Four, yeah. And then the three women. So you have to imagine they were not being all paid the same thing. No. Yeah. Isn't it on Friends? Didn't they get they got paid the same Yes. Every year. That was friends, like a stipulation. Yes. Friends is like always the thing that you hear about that the six of them banded together. And it was like, yeah, it was unheard of at the time that the six of them banded together and said, you will pay us all equally. And they right, were making yeah. like a million dollars an episode. Right. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. But then like, didn't it also happen recently that Disney cut Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow because she wanted more money for the movie and they replace... They give up. They put a new Black Widow in. Wasn't that money? I I don't know if it was that. What I had read her beef with them was that the Scarlet or the Black Widow movie was not supposed to get released straight to Disney Plus. Right, right, right. Like she had said, like it's going to be a theatrical release. Like you will pay me the percentage of the theatrical release. Right. And it was theoretically, it was like kind of money, kind of yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but yeah, right, I mean, right, similar right. kind of thing. Of but just, it still like, happens getting all the time. Fucked. Yeah. So. What's her, Jillian Anderson didn't get paid the same as, what's his face on X-Files? Like, it's stupid. It's like you're doing the same job. Yeah. 
And like you look at the the ensemble of criminal minds, like they're all doing the same job. None of them were such big names that it should warrant any of them being paid more than the other. Like, it's just stupid. It is. But I have to imagine in Shondaland. I would hope that Shondaland doesn't operate that way. I would guess Ellen Pompeo is probably one of the highest paid actresses. I think she is the highest paid actress on television right now. Yeah. Judge Judy was the highest paid woman in television for Mm -hmm. a while. Yeah. But now she's off TV. Yeah. She's on the internet. (laughs) And she didn't take her bailiff with her. She's on the internet. Um, Ellen Pompeo's getting her shit. Shonda does right by the ladies. I just, you know, I love Shonda Rhimes. I mean. Fuck Ryan Murphy. Love Shonda Rhimes. (laughs) Doesn't stop you from watching his garbage television shows, (laughs) Exactly. Fuck Mary Kill. Ryan Murphy. Shonda Rhimes. And I can't think of any third person. Name Ed Bernero. <laughs> obviously, we, obviously, we kill Ed Bernero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, there you go. There is my very long-winded um, fun fact slash explainer on the AJ Cook drama. We <sighs> will now have to suffer through her absence for a while. We do get a lull before we get Ashley, though. She doesn't show up until episode 10. Oh, <laughs> so <good>. we'll <laughs> get a, a we'll get a reprieve before. Then we'll have to do a really fun deep dive of like, who do we hate more? Agent Todd or Agent Ashley? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, ugh, like, it's so obvious that it's women. Like you they don't do right. that with any of the male characters. Like even right. when Hotch leaves, like they don't just like do a revolving door of like weird men. Like I mean, I guess they do cuz we have like Luke and then there's that other guy that they kill off. Oh yeah. We do have sort of a revolving door of but, dudes later. But But they're not like they pretty much immediately bring Prentice in to replace Hotch, yes. don't they? Yes. Which then- I wonder that's got to be like a Hey, sorry. <laughs> like, yeah. we fucked up. We need an anchor because we know we're going to be losing Shamar Moore soon. Yeah. So, and it I, isn't until those later seasons, too. Like, they go through a revolving door of some pretty shitty replacements. Yes. But they get some okay replacements in those double digit seasons. Yes. Aisha Tyler. Aisha Tyler is a great addition. I like her. They do. And she's not really a one to one. Because her weird, her thing is weird because they kind of bring her in on a recurring status at first. Right. She's and not... then they make her like full time. Right. So it's like they tried something different with her probably I because they like... were like, this isn't working. We can't keep an actress like to right. like stay. I feel like I read something that that was on her terms, but I don't know. Well, she has like seven other jobs. Right. She does a lot. She's, she's in doing... a lot of shows. She's in a lot of shows. She's on some talk shows. Like she has a bunch of other jobs. So I have to imagine she she's was just like... like everywhere. Yeah, she was like, if I'm going to do this, like, I'm going to need to. She is. I just watched the episode of Modern Family where she's Mitchell's new boss. Oh, yeah. Mitchell accidentally thinks that she's the worst. Yeah. (sighs) So anyway, I'll stop talking. Criminal Minds people pop up in Modern Family. There is true. Uh, By many, I mean, I think it's just Aisha Tyler and Paget Brewster, but. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a lot. (laughs) <laughs> um do you have a recommendation for oh us? girl i have a recommendation i've been sitting on it for weeks i can't wait um 
It's a snack recommendation. My favorite. A classic. But truly, it's on on par with the pretzel pieces. Okay. Um, a limited release situation? Is that what no, you mean? Okay. No, but just like in terms of quality and like oh. staying power in my life. Okay. I found it at Sheets. I haven't been able to find it anywhere else. Okay. Only at Sheets. It is nacho cheese bugles. Interesting. I feel like bugles are a little bit of a blast from the past. Love bugles. <laughs> Put them on your fingers. Pretend you're a witch. Classic. Yes. Bugles are one bugle. of those things that you would think would have been discontinued by now. Right. But they're not. They're amazing still. And let me tell you, uh, I realize I said I find them at Sheets and most people that listen to this podcast mm. have no idea what Sheets even is. That's and we were talking about this you. the other day that she the concept of Sheets is not repeated many places in America. Mm-mm. Sheets is a gas station, but it's also it's the like world's a, a greatest gas food, station, <laughs> a fast food restaurant. It specializes in what they call the MTO, made to order, made to order. They got order. these touch screens. You, you walk guys. in, you order your food, you can get all sorts of fried foods. Basically. You name the American food, they got it. Hot dogs, burgers, chicken wraps, chicken sandwiches, breakfast, lunch, dinner, 24-7. It's not just that the MTO exists, because that's fantastic in itself, but it's so well executed. Like, we're not not just talking about, like, oh, how convenient I can go in and, like, get whatever I want and, like, build my own burger or, like, build my own breakfast sandwich. Like, cool. But it's so good. It is good. Like, high-quality Fast yeah, food. I'll say the hot dog's like only okay. Well, it's a hot dog. But you know what? You can't trust a hot dog anywhere. No. You can only really make a hot dog on the grill and that's in a Costco dog. Yes. But Costco has the market cornered on good hot dogs. Right. Oh, man. We had this disappointing thing happen to us today. I asked Cassie what she wanted me to cook her for lunch. She said, you can just pop a hot dog in the microwave. She just wanted a quick hot dog. Yeah. I got out our Costco hot dogs. They were not good. No. Gone bad. We hadn't eaten them quick enough. Damn. Costco hot dogs. Hot dogs already, like, a one pack of hot dogs is too many hot dogs for two people that don't eat hot dogs constantly. <laughs> yeah. And Costco hot dogs come in, like, packs of 10. Like, it's so many hot We've dogs. We've never bought the Costco hot dogs to, like, take to our home. But maybe usually, we should. Usually we try to, like, take out what we're going to eat and then put them back in the freezer. Right. But this time we had them all out. We thought we were going to eat them all. And something, it turned white. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know um, if it was mold that I just didn't see before, before I put it in the microwave, and then it started shit. smelling weird. Oh, <laughs> and Cassie no. just goes, "What's that smell?" I was like, "It's your hot dog." And she goes, "It wasn't just I'm mold; not it was that. microwaved mold. That's <laughs> disgusting." Um, well, anyway, back to anyway, sheets. Sheets is incredible. If you've never it is. been, that's to also one, your recommendation. Missing out. Sheets is the freaking like heaven of gas stations yeah it's expanding it's based in altoona pennsylvania which is a little like maybe an hour away from where we are um and they they're expanding they're taking over like the mid-atlantic region because there's no reason they're in pennsylvania there's no reason that any other type of gas station should exist right because you should never want any other type of gas station than sheets It's honestly, so when we went to Vermont over the summer, like, I was like, oh, we'll keep driving north. Like, when we stop having sheets, we'll have whatever Vermont's equivalent of sheets is. (laughs) Yeah. None. It doesn't exist. Like. No. 
you get you get Wawa when you go a little bit further east in Pennsylvania, and uh-huh. there's sort of this like state battle between Wawa and Sheets. I've never been to a Wawa. I'm willing to try it. I don't. Yeah, I just but don't know how you Sheets could even is sort of everywhere. Oh, it's so um, good. love Sheets. So the ch- nacho cheddar bugles. <laughs> You can Nacho, get them at Nacho cheese bugles. Okay. You get them at Sheets. You go down the aisle that on one side it's candy bars. Uh-huh. The other side is like the weird snacks, like the combos, the cheeses. Yes, not the chips. Fries. They're not chips. They're like no, they're snacks. snacks. Yes. There you'll find your regular bugles and your nacho cheese bugles right next to them. Okay. I went for them the other day. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you. Tell me. <laughs> I have missed the authentic 3d dorito taste <gasps> since they went away mm-hmm. and then they brought 3d doritos back but only these like spicy ones too spicy yeah, for me they're not the same these nacho cheese bugles are oh. 3d doritos they fill that void they i'm telling you almost a one-to-one taste exactly the same damn i can it's imagine basically dorito cheese i can imagine in on my a bugle. mind what 3d doritos taste like (laughs) yeah they're the closest you can come i love doritos like i cannot express to you how much i love doritos they're perfect i haven't i hadn't had doritos in a very long time because we like legitimately can't they are one of those things like we cannot have them in our house mm-hmm. yeah. because if we have them we will eat them in one sitting. Like yeah. it's like I we cannot do it. Yeah. But when we were at my brother's house, my brother going to my brother's house is really fun because they have all the chips. Yeah. They don't hold themselves back. There's always all sorts of chips at their house so you can get whatever and they had some we Doritos. Love that freedom. And it was the first time that I had a Doritos in a really really long time. And I think we came home and we bought Doritos like every grocery store run that we went for like the entirety of me being sick like it was just like get me more Doritos because it was like I have no joy in life right now and all I have Mm. is the Doritos I need that cheese on my fingers god they're so good they are so good let me tell you let me take you on a Dorito journey so we had tacos the other night and what Cassie likes to do when we have tacos is the next day Mm -hmm. she makes taco salad and she puts Doritos on top that sounds delicious we didn't have any Doritos, but we knew that we had tacos the night before, so and we knew we were going to go to the store, so it was like, let's get some Doritos. Yeah. Well, we went to Aldi, hmm. so you can't get name brand Doritos there, no. unless, like, it's, occasionally Aldi will have a name brand food there, like a name brand Cheerio, name brand Oreo. They didn't have the Doritos, so she was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm not doing this. <laughs> Next to our Aldi is a Dollar Tree, so she was like, let's oh. try the Dollar Tree. She comes back to the car with the Dollar Tree brand Doritos. Oh, no. She opens the back. That's a misstep. It was like the LaCroix of Doritos, where it was a tortilla chip with just the thought of cheese dust on them. Oh, my God. They're still, they're not finished. That's a bag that's been sitting on our shelf for weeks. Oh, my God. And then I was like, well, we're right next to a giant eagle, and there's like Big Lots. I bet Big Lots has them. She was like, no, this is fine. And we suffered. Not fine. Not fine. Oh, we suffered with those. I'm going to have to go to grocery run probably midweek this week. I might be getting some Doritos. Yeah. They're so good. Tell me, nacho cheese or Cool Ranch? Nacho cheese, but okay. I do love Cool Ranch. Don't get me wrong. Honestly, I've never met a flavor of Dorito that I don't like. Oh. Because, you know, I, I tolerate the spicy. The hot wing? 
I think I've had a hot wing. That yeah. year they did the buffalo hot wing? Yeah, I think so. I didn't like those ones. I know that you don't like, you can't do the spicy, spicy. Yeah, not anymore. But I enjoy. I mean, but I there's just something about a classic nacho cheese Dorito. They just pack so much flavor on that chip. The Cool Ranch is also very good, but I have to be like in a Cool Ranch mindset. I mm. wouldn't, See, I wouldn't. I I'm, I'm the opposite. I wouldn't crush a entire bag of Cool Ranch the way that I can and will crush a nacho cheese. Okay. I, yeah, I think I'm the opposite. I think I'm the opposite. I can pace myself with a nacho cheese, but a Cool Ranch, I cannot. Can I something just, about the specs. Can I just tell you that like something about a Dorito that is curled <laughs> up on itself uh-huh. so that it's folded so uh-huh. that you can stick the whole thing really easily in your mouth in one you go. You can't stick a regular Dorito. No, you, you can. You can. But like when they're <laughs> folded... You can, yeah. but it's when they're folded, size. it's like a perfect yeah, 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 situation. Yeah. Ugh, it's delightful. <laughs> I love when you get one that's accidentally got more cheese powder on it than. Oh yeah, when I mean in any cheese powdered food, that's always. The can holy I tell grail. you that I had the most dis- disappointing bag of smart food white cheddar popcorn oh, that I've ever had in my no. life the other day? It had like no cheese powder. I was like, what? is this <laughs> like, i was it's so like the cheese powder sprayer was running low mad i was you like got the last bag before they got refilled i wasn't feeling good and i was like i just oh, want a snack no. on this cheese popcorn i had specifically requested that steven get me cheese cho- cheese popcorn so i could have it to enjoy in my sickness and i was like at first i was like maybe i just can't taste it because like i'm so congested like i was right. like maybe my taste buds are fucked up like, this was back when I was like, do I have COVID? I can still mm, taste yes, things, yes, yes. so I don't think I have COVID. But I was like, maybe it's that. But then after, like, a while, I was like, no, these are just naked popcorn kernels. Like, there's no popcorn. Did your fingers popcorn. not even get dirty? No, like, barely. I was like, uh, there's no powder on this. <laughs> it was damn. the worst. It was so terrible. That sucks. Well, this has been Kelly's Snack Corner. <laughs> yeah, not to forget, it's not Doritos. It's nacho cheese Nacho bugles. cheese bugles. I can't find them. I've looked for them at Target. I have not checked our major grocer, Giant Eagle. Okay. Um, I'm going to check. Sheets is reliable. Okay. We at and least know that. And that's a pretty, like, you know when you're getting a bag of, like, those kind of snacks at Sheets, they're, like, a little bit bigger than a single serve, but not yeah. as big as, like, the big bags. Mm-hmm. Um, but so it becomes like a happy single serve is how we would describe that. Exactly. Because we know that when you see a bag of anything, it's only two thirds of the way full anyway. Right. Right. So a single serve of Doritos is like six Doritos. Right. It's bullshit. (laughs) Exactly. Not enough for me. That's another thing for sheets is usually they kind of only have those bigger bags. Yes. Like. That's there true. are some of the chips you'll just be getting like the wimpy things you can get in the multi-pack at Target. Mm. But for the most part, you're getting the like heftier, mm-hmm. like a like a a full-size extra bag. medium, we yeah. call it. Yeah. Or you can get like the big like family size. Which is really what we always have to get. And because... now a bunch of sheets have alcohol. Another pro for sheets. Mm. So you can get your alcohol at sheets now, mm-hmm. which is usually where I get mine. <laughs> You are a... If I'm not buying liquor. But I go to sheets, sheets a lot. You are a sheets connoisseur. I believe the term for us is sheets freak. <laughs> uh, I love sheets so much that 
Sheet sent me merchandise at the end of the holiday season. Yeah, she got uh, us. And she I got also sheets have swag. I have a, the Sheets card game. So. <laughs> so I feel like I've been wondering who I can play the Sheets card game with because I don't know anyone else on my level with Sheets, but I think I could play it with you and your husband. Steven was like legitimately jealous when I told you that you got a bunch of sheet swag. Like he was like, <laughs> how did she get that? Like why? And I like it was like he was legitimately Dude, they, mad. They give it a, they have giveaways all the time. I feel like because I won a bunch of sheet swag recently, I can't enter those contests anymore for like a oh. year maybe. Uh wow. But, you know, we'll play the card game sometime. Yes, please. Well, we have Freak in the sheets. Review corner. Oh right, we also have review corner as we're this now is a crossing long episode. It. Past the 130 mark. <laughs> well, you know what? You love it. Everybody loves it. We're back. Yeah, we had a lot We've been to on a about. hiatus. We have a lot to say. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, we have two reviews. We're Not starting one, with the new year. But two. With two five-star reviews. Um, before we get into our Apple Podcast reviews, I do just want to point out, I don't know if we were able to point this out in the last episode, but you can now leave ratings on yes, Spotify. They changed um, it. I think many of you have already left ratings. I see many ratings. It won't let me. When I go and I click on it, it's like, you can't leave a rating. You don't actually listen to this podcast. <laughs> and it should be like, bitch, my name's on it. What? <laughs> bitch, I own this podcast. I am this podcast. Because <laughs> like, Spotify is not my main for anything. No, I use I don't Apple listen. Music and Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Uh, but Cassie gets Spotify premium for free through work. So like, oh. I have it on my phone, but... Um, so if you are a Spotify listener and you have not given us a rating yet, go ahead on there. Give us a rating. Uh, we'll see what it. happens. I don't yes. really know what happens on Spotify right now, but yeah, uh, it's a mystery. Yeah. So to Apple podcasts where you can rate us and review us. Mm-hmm. Our first review of the year came in on January 6th, a day, a dark day. <laughs> <laughs> we're reclaiming it <laughs> but we're reclaiming it wellwyn groves helped us out uh i like that name wellwyn w-e-l-l-w-i-y-n seems very much of like white people but like <laughs> ancient white people it was giving me lord of the rings vibes like the vikings or the celts or something yeah uh all right so wellwyn groves our subject line is great and fun podcast five stars I love Criminal Minds, and this podcast keeps me thoroughly entertained and laughing about the weird tangents and things I never noticed when watching each episode. Parentheses. The gloves on the deputy in A Rite of Passage. You guys, duh. Like, how (laughs) could you not? While at work. I am a little upset that I finally caught up with the current episode and now have to wait every week for a new episode, but I'll get over it as long as it keeps going. (laughs) Listen. She she, that person That person leaves as we go on a two- week hiatus (laughs) right (laughs) uh but we know that feeling very well of catching up on a podcast you were binging and then feeling aimless yep uh so welcome to the weekly with us well yeah and thank you for the review yes thank you uh our most recent review came last thursday from a user named mergly Ooh, mergly writes love it Five stars, of course. Feels like I'm watching the show with my older sisters. Three exclamation points. And progressing through the show slash podcast is really fun. I love this podcast so much. How do you feel about being called an old... Well, you're not an old... (laughs) Neither of us are actually older sisters. Well, that's true. We are talking to two 
youngest, youngest siblings. Kids. So that's uh, in some ways I'm honored by that to right. be given such a title. Also, I was, how old are you? I was going to say, I was like, in my mind, I'm hoping that you're like in college. Right. You're like, <laughs> you're 25. <laughs> you're 20. Um, uh, if you're in high school, hit the books. If you're younger than high school, <laughs> turn this off. Yeah. <laughs> um uh but thank, but thank you, you. yes i appreciate it um so thank you for those reviews love it we're at 45 so we're hitting Woo. that we're getting close to that 50 mark yeah what um, did we promise so, we were gonna do in that scenario uh I forgot. merchandise I <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see oh dear um we still have five more reviews to go it could take us forever to get to 50 yeah um so if you haven't left a, a review and you listen to us on Apple Podcasts or you have an iPhone but you don't use Apple Podcasts, hop over on Apple Podcasts, on leave over. us a review. You don't even need an iPhone. If you have like any Apple device, like yeah. I have podcasts open on my Mac right now. There you go. You use a Mac. Use that iPad. Use that iPad. Open up Apple Podcasts. Sign in with that Apple ID. Everybody got one. Everybody got one. Everybody got leave one. Leave us a review. Um, We love them. We love them. They make us feel happy and they help us out we're we're charting in germany right now so yeah that's what happens when you leave a review nice um you have anything else no eventually we would like to do some more true crime reviews uh there's a lot we never did von dutch we never did von dutch and i really want to do von dutch because that was so fucking batshit and i feel like i need to talk about it and then there's that new crime uh yeah on netflix that uh Times Square Killer or whatever. So yeah. we've got some things on deck. Um, and then I think there's something else coming out soon. We saw mm. last night. Um, so yeah, yeah, lots of things to look forward to. We will try to get back on track now that my illness is going away. Uh, we will try to get try to get to that because uh, the the Patreon's been a little quiet. <laughs> yeah. But if you want to join us over there, you can go to patreon.com slash the unknown subject podcast. Yes. Uh, $5 a month gets you access to everything. Three bonus episodes? <laughs> Four? Yeah. But you do also get the bonus episodes early if you sign yes. up over on Patreon. Yes. Um, and maybe there will be m- new stuff coming down the pike if more people join. I hope so. Um, chicken uh, and the egg there, really. You can, of course, always follow us on Instagram. If you missed Kelly's Instagram AMA, <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> what you should be getting over there. You should be following us so that you can participate in those. Um, yeah. You can follow us on Instagram at the Unknown Subject Podcast. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Unknown Sub pod yeah thank you thank for you for being here today thank you for uh being patient as we uh healed and got to this point happy to be back excited to be back yeah um happy 2022 happy 2022 here's to another year here's to another year and um another season of the unknown subject since we're really just Hell yeah right at the beginning of season six we have so much to look forward to um but yeah we will be back next week we will for a whole new episode of the unknown subject um but as they say when they catch the unsub it's it's over. over